up? What up? What's going on with you, Pastor Jeff? Sunday night service, baby. How you doing? Sunday man? night service in full effect. Back in the house, man. Man, it's good to be back in in Ohio. It is good to be back. Good to be back in the the O H I O. Yes, sir. You guys did a phenomenal job last week. Just kudos to yourself, Pastor Bowie, for holding it down. Thank you. With thank uh, you. with I, I did forget the guest names, but with the father and daughter yeah, duo, yeah. No, problem, no problem. Wonderful, wonderful time. You you have good time climbing the the mountains. And Listen, man, I'm coming up the rough side of the mountain, <laughs> and, and I'm doing my best to make it in. You was know? you on the light? Was that? Listen, listen. We didn't have time for all that because I'm telling you right now, the air was thin up there, the rocks were hard, the 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 fall was steep. So uh, it, it was a great time, but honestly, uh, I would like to do it again. I, I wouldn't mind doing like a trail or another mountain again. I thought it was, okay. I thought it was great, but you know, it ain't no joke. It ain't no joke that this isn't this, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. We had a couple of brothers, uh, you know, pastor brothers, they, they were not pleased. <laughs> they, they were not pleased that they got dragged up that mountain. And then we had to come back down. Uh. And the one guy kept saying, fellas, how are we getting back down? It's like, don't worry about it, man. We good. We good, man. <laughs> then after a while, we was like, yo, how are we getting back down? <laughs> but it went good, man. Good. And it was a blessing. It was refreshing. Big shout out to Lock Carey, uh, Foreign Missions, and the Striving and Thriving uh, program for young pastors. Amen. And for female pastors. They have a cohort for female pastors, too. Yeah. So it's 50 of us total. But the young pastors do their own, uh, you know, trips and the females do their own thing, too. Uh, you know, they have a podcast called Striving and Thriving. So when you're not watching us, you can check them out and see what's going on uh, without. Uh, you know, there's two shout outs we got to make on a serious tip before we go forward. I have one that was I knew we were all going to make, but I got another one I want to make as well. Uh, we want to shout out the uh, family of Pastor Locke P. Beecham jr and the victory christian center family especially the liberty campus uh our dear friend and brother uh to both of us as a matter of fact dear friend and brother to the both of us who went on to be with the lord last tuesday and we celebrated his life this past friday and uh that's just a huge hole man that's a huge massive huge hole boy We, we lost a great one there young brother young man you know, very powerful, very, very, you know, it just goes to show you, man. I mean, he was ripped up, you know what I mean? Very healthy. You know what I mean? So, you know, we just, we just, we just got to stay in prayer, man. Right. Right. Yeah. We're praying for Lady Gloria to yeah. uh, Brandon Patterson and Naomi, his children, uh, his closest friends. And, and so we definitely lift them up and to the whole Victory family. We love you all dearly. This one is actually, you know, more my way, but I, it's just worth because this is a legendary person, even though she was down in Columbus. And her name is uh, Mother Bernice L. Troy, the former first lady of Second oh, Baptist wow. Church, okay, the wife know. of the legendary pastor Leon Troy. Uh, we received word this morning that she went home to be with the Lord. So we're praying for the Troy family, Leon Jr., Adam, Eric, uh, Keith, of course, Uncle Keith, Troy, at New Salem. Uh, we're praying for the entire Troy family. Warren loves the Troys. Yes. Warren absolutely yeah. loves the Troys, mm-hmm. and I love them. So I just wanted to give that shout out, you know, Pastor Jeff. You know, we don't want to be downers. 
Well, we got, one, we got one more shout out. We got go one ahead, more. throw it out there. Shout out to you, brother. You are the new moderator. New moderator. Of the Northern. It's uh, Canton Warren Youngstown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we got to get it right. Canton Warren Youngstown Sub District. Moderator of Sub District, Pastor Todd, Overseer under Shepherd. Under Shepherd, uh, uh, Chief Apostle. <laughs> prognosticator of Pro the Bible. Listen, listen, Arch Prophet. No, uh, it, it's it's. I'm following in the footsteps of uh, footsteps of the great Reverend uh, Kenneth L. Simon. So uh, thank God for his trust in me and looking forward to a great time, man. So I'll be doing all that denominational stuff, man, taking up special offerings and stuff and uh, 100 women in white, you know, all that, all that stuff. We're looking forward to it, man. It's I've all already good, talked, man. I've already talked to Russell and told him we, we, we back we back on the saddle, baby. We're going to get back on the saddle, man, and we're going to make it better than ever. We're going to make it better than ever, and I uh, definitely appreciate the partnership. It, it feels good to have a brother like you, you know, and all the work that you're doing. And uh, the energy that you're bringing to Progressive in the city of Warren, so it's it's, it's all good, man. But let's let's stop this love fest, let's man. Stop, Mike, Mike's not gonna put up with this too much, man. Uh, <laughs> what's going on in the world of Jeff, man? What's happening? Let, let, let's talk for a few minutes, man. Yeah, I, let's I, I open this up. It, I gotta bring it up, man. Listen, and when I bring this up, those of you who are watching, I need y'all to I need y'all to tap in. I need y'all to tap in. And we tell need to hear you. I, I need to hear from you all who are watching. I want to know when is it right. When is it a good idea to co-sign for somebody else? The answer when is, is never. Negro, the answer is never. <laughs> now, no, no, now let, let's just because there are some people who actually need a helping hand. We and, we all and, have. And, at you know, some point. We, we've all you know been there where we you know can use a little. But I, I'm just gonna put it out there, and I'm gonna say no names to bear no blames. I got caught up last. Last week was it last week or the week before? Okay. I got caught up, helped somebody out. They completely, you know, Charlene said never. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, tell your story, Pastor. They, they, completely, they completely, uh, you know, just basically said, Forget what I've done. I came home. Uh, to a letter in the mail of a garnishment. I'm getting garnished 25% of my check. Uh, you know, 25%, bro. I mean, they hit me. Luckily, it's gonna take about four pays to get this off. It's gonna, right. But you know, matter. I had I, I and I'm just gonna be honest, I had the right to say, you know what, I ain't never stayed here, I ain't never lived there, and they ain't never seen me. So I could actually just go and say, you know what? It wasn't me. You know what I mean? And have this person who is a family member go to jail. Just be honest, or or at least get you go know to jail. You trying to you trying to lock a brother up? I, I mean, you trying to? I'm just saying. I mean, because you know, you literally put my you literally use my name and put me in jeopardy. That's you true. Know, my wife in yeah. jeopardy. You know, it's Christmas time. You know, right? I, you got to have twenty five percent less. It's gonna be skinny Santa Christmas. Listen. Listen, I'm I'm just going to. They took four hundred and eighty dollars out my check. Four hundred and eighty dollars. First of all, you're a baller. First of all, Jeff's a baller. I mean, he's he's he drives a crash for three hundred, and <laughs> and uh, but I mean, okay, we could sit here and say never, but I need a co-signer once. My brother co-signed for me, and there are situations in families, which, by the way, we talk about this as as uh black families but 
and I don't mean to differentiate, but it's true. Uh, white families co-sign for each other all the time yeah. to help build up individuals' credits. It is common in other cultures, not just white. It is common in other cultures. And honestly, my father has done it for me as a grown man just to make sure I get like the best rate. Right, like right. I could have got it, but he was like, well, if I throw my name on it, but I was in a stable position and do come from my hide anytime. So I think my, my brother was my co-signer too. My older brother was my co-signer too <laughs> once, but I did right by it. Yeah. I did right by it. And in a year's time, I was able to get that car in my own name. I was actually able to refinance the same car. I was working at the bank, uh, but it's, it feels like it's becoming more and more, uh, of wisdom to just not do it if you can help it yeah, uh, yeah unless you really got somebody under your thumb and you know you are completely safe i mean of course many of our first cars vehicles it, that that typical maybe an apartment somewhere but here's the problem jeff the values that people have for one another and the concern they have for somebody else's financial situation and i'm talking about the person that needed the co-signer right and right. how they value the person who is the co-signer right and they don't understand that that individual does have a life, does have bills, that credit, that good credit or, or that money or that they want to keep that. Mm -hmm. We're not co-signing just going to ruin my credit, you know, and, and and here's the other part, man. Then it creates dynamics between you and the co-signee because now you have a vested interest in their behavior and their right. financial habits exactly. and their living conditions. Exactly. And now it's stay off my back. And I've been in this situation now, now as a co-signer. I don't want anybody having control telling me when to come, when to go, what to do. I'm like, look, bruh, sis, whoever, cousin, your money is my money at this point. And, and see, here's the thing, Pastor Titanus, because I didn't. I, I mean, I had a vested interest, but I was just like, hey, man, you know, okay. do, 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 yeah, just do it. Just right. do it. You know, so, you know, when I got this letter and I had to call this individual, I'm like, you know how many letters you had to get before it got to the point of garnishment that you did not call me? How many you had to call? ignore? You know, yeah, you got the you phone how, calls. I mean, you know, what yeah. did you think? They just, this, this just wasn't going to come back on me. I just wasn't going to find out. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm telling you, whoever you co-sign them for, stay on their back until they can get on their own. You stay on them. Forget them. You yeah. know what I mean? You yeah, got to yeah. do it. And you you got to do it. And you know what? If you are a person who has been in need of assistance from other people, especially if it's a long-term arrangement like being on a uh, a loan, an apartment, a car, whatever, you know, your financial responsibility is your ticket to freedom. Right. So if you don't want somebody else, you know, hovering over your back, I know what it was like, you know, when I depended on my dad, even into being grown and married, if, if I was in a place where I'm constantly going back to him and I need something and, and I'm running into it, he's going to ask some questions I don't want to answer, but I have to. Right. Because I'm dependent. And I've never seen so many people who are completely dependent on others, but are trying to be independent about their lifestyle. Ooh. Don't ask me no preach. questions. Don't tell me nothing. Don't, don't, don't try to, yo, yo, if you still need everybody and everything to, to survive, uh, Fernando wants to know if one of y'all good pastors can help him. <laughs> he need us to, uh, co <laughs> Fernando need us to co-sign on a lawnmower. He need us to, <laughs> Jeff, he needs your signature on a zero turn. Oh, no, zero he ain't like a zero turn. <laughs> on that new uh, BMW AMG zero turn, he want to get with 20-inch rims. Hey, here's the thing, Pastor Top, to be honest with you, because now the next person that comes and says, 
Oh, hey, no. Pastor Jeff, you know what I'm saying? I mean, even if, because you know my heart, I probably would, but you know Miss Tiffany upstairs. Right. <laughs> gonna be like, gonna be like H to the L-E. Right. Listen, oh, no. <laughs> and speaking of which, I, I'm wondering if there's ever been a uh, pastor who's co-signed for a member. I would, I would like to know if that's ever happened. I hope not. I just, I just don't. I, that, that, that has too many ramifications to it. it Man, many... just, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's comedy. And, and I, I agree. Kim Yetta said, yeah, if when you can afford to pay for something, it makes sense. If you know you can pick up the tab, if it goes. But oftentimes, this runs into a situation where you either explicitly or implicitly trust the person. Or after a few months, you you sort of turn your eyes from the situation and then things go wrong. Right. So you were watching it and maybe it gets too big where you could have managed it, but you didn't know they was going to get six months behind. Right. You didn't know they were going to, you know, do that. So I'm in a situation now, you know, on an apartment situation where I, I already told the person, yo, if you can give me three months and I take my name off of this, I'll make sure these three months get paid and I'm off of this joint. Right, right. You right. know. I got to be off, but but that that man, that's a good dilemma. And honestly, it it, it fits as we move along into our, our 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 subject. It it fits what is expected in this world of pastors. Like you're just expected to be so good hearted that you say no, that you don't say no to anybody. Right, right, exactly. Because you're supposed to be a man of God, you know. Because if you don't do it, you're supposed to be a man of God. You're supposed to be. Jesus would have co-signed. <laughs> Jesus co-signed for all them, all them five loaves and three fishes, man. He co-signed. That's a whole sermon. He co-signed for Lazarus. <laughs> nah, man. But hey, hey, let's hit our uh let, let's thank God for our sponsors. I said thank God. I'm still in church mode. Let's thank our sponsors. Uh starting with Phillips Care, uh cleaning service, residential and commercial. You already saw our man Fernando. He tunes in to make sure we get our commercials right. They take care of residential, commercial, floor cleaning upholstery move in move out they've done some work for me about to do some more check them out by calling 330-219-7916 don't waste your time let them do it they do a phenomenal job check out phillips care cleaning on facebook and while you're at it and the leaves are falling check out phillips care lawn services they not only do cutting but now with the leaves falling they can do leaf clearing and cutting back brush and trimming and edging and winterizing and all the things you just call them and see if they can do it and I'm sure they'll take care of you again. Look up Phillips Care LLC on Facebook or call my man Fernando at 330-219-7916. Take it from me. You won't be disappointed. They have quality you can expect at a price you can afford. And we thank them for being sponsors of Religiously Incorrect. And if you would like to be a sponsor, you can reach out to us at religiouslyincorrectpodcast at gmail.com. Or just send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, and we'd be happy to get back with you. You know what? Now, your neighbors ain't going to be too happy because they just going to blow all the leaves in their yard. <laughs> Listen, because that's what I do. Because that's what I do. And I, I blow all my leaves in their yard and I leave a car for Phillips Care in their door. It'd be like, you should call these, you should call these people. They're really good. Jeff. It's anniversary season, Doc. It's our anniversary. It's our anniversary. It's our you know anniversary. what? Why haven't I heard that in somebody's church yet? I'm sure it's happened. It's, oh, it's, uh, go on TikTok. I bet you you can find. I it. bet you it's, and, and maybe it happened before there was a TikTok. Maybe so because it's you know anniversary. I make conditions an older song, so maybe right, right. you know which which brings to mind a whole nother show. What about all the goofy stuff that happened in church before there was the internet? 
before there was a church of laugh, before there was a TikTok. We should do a show about that. Give send us in all your VHSs. Before. Send in all your VHSs of of insane church stuff before there was a TikTok. No, but it's our anniversary. And by the way, let's be clear, guys. We 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 had an anniversary already as a podcast. Uh, we didn't do a special show or anything, but it's not our anniversary as a podcast. It's church anniversary season. It's anniversary. pastor's anniversary season. And, and let's make that distinction because, especially in black churches, and let's most talk about it because because they are separate. Most black churches, there are there's a separation. Oh, they're, oh, they're separate between the pastor's anniversary. Now there are a few. <laughs> there are a few. Not me, Doc. One. Not me, Doc. Yeah, I can think of one too. <laughs> they have. Uh, church anniversary, they, they just no, roll, no, no. roll them in, in, in the black yeah. church. But in the black the, church, the church has its anniversary, mm-hmm. and then the pastor has their anniversary. And let's just be clear the pastor's anniversary far outweighs it trumps, it trumps far <laughs> outweighs. Wait, wait, the church been there 112 years, the pastor been there two years, the pastor been there six months. He have an anniversary. <laughs> Pastors have 18 month anniversary. We pastors have anniversaries like you, like you celebrate how old babies are. <laughs> this is my 30 day anniversary. Yeah. So you, know the, why though, you know why though? Because let's just be honest. If you made it a year as a pastor, oh, you you deserve to you be deserve celebrated. It. You deserve, you deserve it. to be celebrated. You, you see all this gray hair I got, you know, in just uh, six years. Listen, listen. Turn us into Moses and Methuselah. So, so let's start with the church anniversary and get it out of the way. The church anniversary is usually just uh, one service mm-hmm. where you give a flower or something to the oldest member, mm-hmm. and somebody reads whatever history they can remember. And, and 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 most of our churches, by the way, don't have strong history in records. Yeah, yeah. and maybe that's another reason why mm-hmm. you know church anniversary because. We don't have a lot of history and records. Our church, like uh, we had a couple people that wrote really good, but I've even had to come behind and do just some extra research and clean it up and just, you know, make it a nice narrative. I had to describe to one of my professors in a, in a course that, you know, black churches don't always have that administrative, you know, that 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 archive, that, that archive. I'm sorry, I'm sorry but. Uh, Progressive got a four page one. So yeah, y'all got a four. Y'all got a book. I'm like, look, I'm like, look let's do the, the, the footnotes on the show. Yeah. Is, is it written on tablets, like uh, in, in stone, <laughs> on an abacus? Jesus, I mean, they, I mean, they go from when the pastor started, who the pastor had a affair with. <laughs> and we edited, we edited that stuff out. We, we edited that stuff out. Okay. <laughs> We had a strange thing when I read ours, and this is no shade, but they seem to be really obsessed with whatever the pastor bought or built. Yes, yes, yes. This is church anniversary now. Mm-hmm. So seconds had a lot of pastors. I think I'm like number 13 now or something like that. Okay. The first half, there were a lot. Between 1916 and like 1965, there were a lot of pastors there. Since 65, Reverend Troy, I'm only the fourth. So that's not too bad. Right. But it's always centered around like who bought a van, or who had air conditioning installed, or the the, the pews were reupholstered, and I'm during, like, during his term, during his, his term, term, a new yeah. a, a new air conditioner was installed. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's it, it's wonderful, but I, I but but then so that's 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 the church anniversary. And here's the problem with church anniversaries is that they're only as strong as the people 
who desire to carry that legacy. Right. And you do have some churches where it's all about the legacy, the history of the church, and those folks are going to make sure. And if those people pass away, though, then you lose just about all sense of that. Absolutely. You really do. And I've watched it happen. You lose all mm -hmm. sense of that. But 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 it's really in the black church, Jeff, the, the pastor anniversary. Absolutely. And and what is it, Pastor Jeff, about black church pastor anniversaries that we lose our minds? What? We we lose our minds. You start. I mean, first of all, where do we where do we want to even start with this? First of all, you got to start with the the length. Okay, the length of the, of the, the length of the one day anniversary. No, it's never one length. day. No, no, it's it's it, your anniversary it's, it's, is it's only, only one day. day. But right. your, the, but the length of the anniversary can go a, from one month to one month. No, no, no. I got you beat, man. I got you beat because you didn't grow up like with me going to my wife's cozy church. Then you had to do pre-anniversary. Oh, the pre yes. The pre-anniversary. We yes. made up. This, this is the most made-up thing. The pre-anniversary. Pre at the pre, the before. Listen, if my wife came to me and said our anniversary is June 18th, but I want to have a pre-anniversary in May, I just go on ahead to divorce court and call it a day. I just go on ahead and call Judge Hatchet and, and call it a day. So pre-anniversary, which as my grandma called it, you have to do your pre-work. That's what grandma called it. That's what missionary called it. Pre-work. And it's just some throwaway service or some bake sale or like you invite. Usually some pastor you really wouldn't want to hear right, any other right, time. Right, right, right. This right. is pre. Because you're not inviting them because they're not good enough for the main anniversary. No, 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 not at so, all. So you invite like some sh shady evangelist or somebody's <laughs> associate minister to come preach your pre-anniversary service. And then you're supposed to raise some money and all of that. And then, th then finally we get to actual anniversary. Actual anniversary. Uh, uh, Pastor Taylor says they don't have it to the Church of God. Listen. <laughs> Yeah, you know you're right. They do not do a whole lot. You got to be on something to get to get some to get some space in the church of God. So then you have anniversary. An anniversary could be either multiple services in one day, right? Mm -hmm. Or it could be a week long or three day affair, like a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday joint. Sometimes all week long. Or it's, I've seen every week. Once a month. I mean, once, once a month. A month. Mm -hmm. Of a month. And this is no shade to anybody. If this is your model, don't get on here. They just start talking about us because we love you. We just talk about Shamika's on we're here. We're talking about now, what we're talking about. We talk about what we talk about. That's all. <laughs> but then, then it's not just the length of the of the days, but it's the length of the service. Each service now. Each auxiliary. Each auxiliary. Each auxiliary has has to put on a service and a program and a, and a goal, and then. They just, you just start making up stuff. And, and so here's what I learned since Shamika's watching. Then you have to invite multiple churches yep. to every service. And you can have five or six guest churches, sometimes more, at one service. And when I got into the Baptist church, where for the most part, you have one guest church, the guest choir sings the A and B selection, the guest preacher preaches and you go home. You eat some cake and go home. Okay. But when I was growing up, 
you could have five, six churches and all of them have to do a program. They would call him. Big Mike is shaking his hand. They would call him one by one. And every church has to do a program. And I'm about to pick on my wife's church. And then none of them show up on time. There's nobody there at 7 o'clock. <laughs> There's nobody there at 7 o'clock. So, so I'm going to pick on my Kojic friends because I love y'all. But if we messed up when I was growing up at Agape and showed up to one of our Kojic friends, churches, and we were on time, we will be waiting in the parking lot waiting for the church to show up and let us in <laughs> then then let's just go further then because most of our churches are smaller there's nowhere for the pastor to be so he has to sit in the car <laughs> yeah <laughs> or or just sit in a hallway or in a cubby hole or or in a bathroom somewhere and wait to do an entrance but but and, and I, I watched this. Raymond was good for this. And yes, my dear friends from Holy Ghost headquarters at 310 Austin Avenue were the best at this. You would swear up and down <laughs> that Community Church of God in Christ or Tabernacle when we were kids was not showing up. You would you would swear up and down they were not going to show up. But then they and show up and show out. And then they show up and just show out out of, out of nowhere. Up. And it's like they just all materialize like out of nowhere. Here's the thing. Here's the thing to get me about them, you know, because you have these long services. Long. The service already long. You got yeah. three or four choirs. Then you know you 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 do the offering. Everybody's got to give words. Then yeah, everybody got to give work. And then after that, you got a whole group of auxiliaries standing in line to get to give their presentation to make a presentation to the pastor. And so, listen. The truth of the matter is, by the time Half of them get through. Ain't nobody left in the congregation. Everybody left. Everybody's gone. You and the people in the line, the pastor and the people in the line, because you don't want to stand around for this. You are up there thanking nobody for all of your gifts. You're you're thanking no one. You're thanking the pews for coming out tonight. I appreciate y'all. It is, and then and then don't let Sarah. Please, I'm not trying to be rude, but some of these some of these people. I've been at church. I'm not lying. I've been at an anniversary where they gave their pastor, where they gave their pastor some rims. They gave some twenties. They gave some twenty two. They pulled the they pulled the cover. This is it. This is it. I need photographic evidence of this. I need <laughs> photographic. <laughs> I was wondering what was over there. I was wondering what was under the sheet. I have I watched that sheet off, and it was twenty years. From, I said, "Oh snap!" I have watched people push washers and dryers down the aisle. You know, there was one. Yeah, washers and dryers down the aisle, and we're gonna get into this in a minute. But yeah, yeah, you know that. The, the things we come up with, and and and, and let's can, can we just can we just hit one more part of this, uh, Pastor Jeff, the, the 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 sitting, the setting. Now, let's not even start the sitting. The entrance. Oh. So you have to stand outside while they have church, and then wait to be introduced. You got to wait for the praise, praise, praise team to go first. You have to be escorted. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be escorted in and people have to escort you. And I, I mean, I, we, we do it in, to a measure in our church. We have to be escorted in and, you know, and everybody claps for you. And then they seat you. And somebody has brought 
their entire living room. Some some poor soul has brought their entire love seat. They got a chalice up there. <laughs> a goblet with with coke, ginger ale. How am I supposed to drink? A little, a little glass, a little bowl of mints, a lampshade. I've seen like bearskin rugs, <laughs> curtains. Somebody bought a fireplace. <laughs> Bruh, I'm over here in the Leave It to Beaver house. And we trying to have church. Now, here's the crazy thing. We like, now don't let all this stop you from having church. I'm like, Nico, I'm about to go to sleep. I'm about to, I'm about to take my shoes off. You brought me this lazy boy. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm done. This yeah. episode, this, we're about to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, we're about to be canceled. We're about to get Dave Chappelle. We're about to be Chappelle <laughs> real soon by the church anniversary committees. And and I mean, and, and here's where it is. Let, let's break it down and stop for a second. We got to remember what this goes back to. Let, let's stop for historical context. Once upon a time, especially your black preachers, they weren't getting paid nothing. Right. Exactly. Let's just be honest. They weren't getting paid nothing, getting paid pennies. So that once a year chance to honor the pastor was what that that was it. That 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 was it. And the pre-work, uh, you know, the 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 offerings, the auxiliaries, the we want to raise five thousand dollars, a thousand dollars a night. I mean, I have sat in churches, Jeff. We'll get in the office in a second, but where you're like, you know, you understand that this pastor is probably only recouping a portion. A portion, small portion. A small portion. And whatever he is taking in and you think he's banking, it's probably going right back out. But this goes back to days before there were good salaries and packages for pastors and steady pay was not the norm. And so there are things like many things in the black community that we get detached from and don't know that this actually has historical roots. There, there's a reason that we spend more time on the pastor's anniversary. And by the way, why it's usually in the fall. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason a lot of conventions and convocations are in the fall, because back in the agricultural days and everybody had farms, that's when they would have more money because they would have done their harvest and have something to offer. You know, and that was the story behind Church of God in Christ convocation. You know, November, everybody was done doing their thing, had their money stacked up, you know, went to market, did what they were going to do in the early 20th century. So now you can go to Memphis. Well, and I, go to Holy Convocation. So we're in the my, same boat. I do mine in May, so right around tax season. So. Right, listen, if we were smart, <laughs> J- Jeff, if we were smart, we'd all be moving our anniversaries up to March. Amen, amen. And, amen. and call it a day, because now they're getting these advanced refunds in January. That joke is gone by February. You can't even wait till April. You got to have it. So, so they, they, they really want to honor. And let's just be clear, being a shepherd of a church, is a dirty, stressful job. Now, now let me say this. Let me see, because I know you want to go on to, but let me now, say this because I've been on both sides. See, Bowie's um, a smart. He's in April. He he getting that tax money. <laughs> Let's be. I've been on both sides, whether it was for you or whether it was for uh, Pastor Harrison, Pranit, whoever it is. I was always, I've always been quote unquote the pastor's right hand. Yes, you person. have. I've always been that person who was uh, basically over the anniversaries and trying to get people to give. And and sometimes it becomes a difficult thing. Sometimes it becomes a difficult. And so I want to make this clear. We are not saying this to say, don't give, please give to your pastor. Please make sure if you're in auxiliary and they're asking for 
twenty dollars per person. Do your part, man. It ain't nothing. Do your you know, part. Don't, don't act like you know what I mean. The pastor don't need it. So what? He don't need it. So so what? Just give your just do your part. You know, Negro, what I, mean? I need it. I I, I get up and say I I need it. I need it. I'm gonna start taking my bills to church. Y'all look, my anniversary coming. Y'all see this? Yeah. Y'all see this house note? It's very, it's very stressful as the person who's over. So I, I, so I, I understood when I became a pastor. Right. You know what, how, what people how go through the stress, the stress of them trying to get, you know, and even, even people who who work in the uh, pastoral care field. You know, you always had that one yeah. person. That's you know, really working always, at it. Yeah, working, working. Well, I got off easy, Pastor Jeff, because you know George Johnson was my pastor for most of my life, right. and right. this cat was like, "Hey, I don't need nothing. Hey, hey I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm good. I'm good." But I then when I came I along, driveway. right, right, right. But then when I came along, you know, some of the elders who would go unnamed would be like, "We don't need to give him nothing. Just, just give him a gift certificate to Red Lobster." And I'm like. Right. I'm about to tender my resignation right now. If I get a <laughs> if I get a gift certificate to Red Lobster, that'll be my last Sunday. No, but yeah, you're right. You know, and 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 that's a whole other thing is the work and the stress and sometimes the breakdowns, even the disagreements that happen over people who are passionate about putting on what they feel is an honorable program for the pastor right. and and blessing them in a way that they feel is fitting, and their attempts and their struggle to get other people on board with that. And and everyone doesn't have the same passion. And like you said, there's a lot of people, pastor don't need that. Here we go, giving money to a man again. And, and we do see bad examples. And by the way, you don't have to say names, but if you want to type in some bad examples, you're, you're more than welcome to type can I, in. Can I, just, can I just put this out there examples. for y'all? Go, go ahead, throw it out I there. Put it out there for everybody listening. This is for y'all listening. If you're going to have an anniversary, and I know it seems beautiful to have it at, De Lucia's and oh, yeah. your anniversary at church. It's it's just better. It's just it just works out just better. Have, just have service. Just have church. Works better. Just have, have church. at your church. Because I've been to some anniversaries, like, and there's nothing wrong with an anniversary banquet. Because I've done a few past anniversary banquet. But here's the funny thing: they do this banquet. They get all gussied up. They have all these gowns on. Then they want you to get up as the guest speaker and preach them under pews that aren't even there. Like, <laughs> right, right. you know, you know, now you didn't got you knocking over the table and they fried chickens everywhere and people all greasy and stuff. And I'm like, bruh, bruh, what, what do you want here? We're laying hands on each other, you know, falling on the cake table and all this other stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, it's, it's definitely something to the, the, the way you met it out. If you want to have a service and have a banquet, let the banquet be a banquet. Don't try to make the right. banquet be a service. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Matter of yes. fact, get somebody who won't preach. Get somebody who will just talk, you know, the mayor or somebody, somebody who will just say some good words, listen to some good music and go home. And then if you want to buck and shout and thank God for all this stuff. But, but let's let's talk about that real quick. We'll, end, we'll, we'll talk about the money and the offerings in a minute. But let's talk about this. If you're going to have an anniversary service, then have service. There you go. Because let's be honest, what what has really killed people is not just the fact that you're trying to raise money for the preacher and all that kind of stuff, but it's like Jesus gets lost. Yeah, yeah. And I have said this in my church, that it frustrates me, whether it's church anniversary, my anniversary or whatever, that the time where you can get the most people interested, the most guests showing up is the time when you talk about Jesus the least. You got all these people to show up, family, friends. You got your little cousins to come celebrate your pastor and do all this stuff. And then can we be honest? 
too many whack anniversary sermons. Too many preachers phoning it in and just getting up telling jokes about dock this and dock that and sh right, your right. shoes look good and your church is beautiful. Like, preach to the people. Mm -hmm. I, I did I did the church anniversary once, Pastor Jeff, and I mean, I put my, I was young, I put my all into it. And the preacher was literally like, yeah, you had to do all that. You decide, you had to. <laughs> I, I thought my job was to preach. But again, when you have a service where everybody's giving a word, all the preachers are getting little sermonettes and riling the people up, every, every song, every dance, and and God help me with some of these programs because now most of our churches don't have choirs and singers anymore. So now it's just a bunch of ghosts back there with their faces. <laughs> Come on, it's a bunch of ghosts. It's a bunch of ghosts in the church because now it's a bunch. It's a bunch of Casper the friendly ghosts in the church because every single church is putting on a mind program. Right. I'm going to anniversaries. And it's like five or six churches, and none of them have singers or choirs anymore. <laughs> All of them have, they got like mimes, rappers, flags, uh, inter interpretive artists. You got somebody painting a picture. I'm like, what What happened to just singing? I won't complain and sitting down. You know, but, but then the preacher does get up after all that. Like you said, it's 10 o'clock at night, and now it's time to put the preacher up. And you're not even having real all these saints in one room, and you're not even having real church now. Mm. Now, I, I very few. I, I've heard Pastor Odom get up and preach a dynamic sermon. Pastor Paramore came and blew down the house at some, but I have sat as a honoree mm -hmm. and as just an attendee of too many services where you could tell preachers not really trying. You could tell. Well, could tell. I mean, I'm just gonna say. I, I tried to kill your anniversary the first time uh, I came over there. I'm just, uh, I'm just saying I ain't, I ain't trying to toot my own horn, but baby. He tried to save the deacon board. Uh, Jeff Jeff started prayer line. He's trying to lay hands on the mothers. No, no, he wore what? like he, we wore like three robes. He changed robes in the middle of the sermon. I did wear robes. With a cape that cape that came with Jeff wore a Superman cape to my first anniversary. Like, what in the world is he about to jump off the top of the church? <laughs> we are hilarious. We're cracking ourselves one, up. One thing, one thing I did do. Um, a matter of fact, I think it was my last anniversary at Beulah. I had a um, a what what is those things called when people come crack on you? A roast. Oh, a roast. Oh, yeah, and I a think roast. That was, I think that was actually excellent. I think that is an excellent idea. Because, you know, I mean, these people got memes about you, whether you know it or not. They got memes about what you yeah, do, about do. How, you, how you get I up. I can't take it, though. My self-esteem <laughs> can't take it, man. Your, your little sayings, your little colloquialisms that you say during. No, nah, I mean, it came back to church with a gun and a uh, post lot. <laughs> you guys were bullying me. I'm not that skinny. Y'all start talking about how I shop at the baby gap and stuff. No, I ain't, I ain't with it. I can't do it. I can't do a roast. I, I, I'm going to tell my wife, don't ever put on a roast for me because I just walk out. <laughs> I don't want to hear these jokes. Shamika, we doing a roast next no, year. No, no, man. After sitting with you and Vince, after sitting with you and Vince and Eric and Joe that time at at, uh, at Pierre's, I'm like, nah, never mind, man, y'all. Hey, hey, I can we dish all it, but COVID. I can't take the it. The whole table got COVID. Then we, then we all got COVID. <laughs> This is the worst show ever. 
We all, we all, we all spitting this love in each other's faces. We're having a grand old time. Nobody in church the next day. I'm like, hey y'all, I'm sorry. I think, uh, I think we gave y'all COVID. <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing about this, Jeff. A lot of, a lot of people died of this disease. It is. I'm this sorry. Is, this is, this is wrong. This is, this is what religiously incorrect is all about. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, I can't take a roast. So you should be encouraging the pastor, encouraging the people. And by the way, let's let, let's talk about preaching for a minute. Now, let's talk about encouraging the pastor and people. There's always a guest preacher who helps beat up on the congregation and oh. tell the people <laughs> and tell the people how they don't appreciate their pastor enough. And they say one cuss word. Oh, and they always cuss. They all they have to they have to And y'all wonder why the hell all these preachers right, right, right. drinking anyway. <laughs> and everybody like, dang. You know, he prayed for you. He get up at night. He write letters for Pookie and Ray Ray. And y'all don't even appreciate. <laughs> you wonder why he have a drink every now and then. Right, 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 right. He probably smoke marijuana too. <laughs> yeah, so. The, the beat up the beat up the congregation preacher that's that's the, the there's the joke telling preacher there's the you have the you're the best dressed best shoes best oh looking God. church and then there's the beat up the congregation people that that this man could be in a mega church somewhere you ought to be glad that he's there and uh uh you know that's just that, that that's just i know it's common because here's the problem Pastors can't help but relate to other pastors. Right, right. And let's be clear. We're all a little jaded. We we all know the deal. Mm -hmm. we, we all know that everybody's smiling and saying, I love you, Pastor. we the same ones raising hell in the next meeting. Absolutely. We all know that half the board probably didn't contribute to that offering we got that was supposed to be from all the, <laughs> all the deacons, but it really came uh -huh. from three of them. Right, you know. right. We we know about the times you get an envelope and there's no money and it says IOU on the inside. We all we all know. I've watched pastors get approached after the anniversary, like because they know they got money and I need help. Mm -hmm. So so yeah, so the preaching I, I feel I I've had this for instance, Pastor Dave Holbrook, one of our guests, he did my anniversary this year. Right. He preached a heartfelt message about being truly convicted and convinced and converted. It was not a message that you would hear at an anniversary, but it was a message that reflected the heart of who I am as a pastor and what I right. desire for my people. And I much rather hear him preach that than just get up and prophesy that we're going to go to the moon and because, I mean, how many times are we going to keep telling preacher every anniversary that this is the year your ministry explodes? This is the doors won't be able to contain them. You're going to build. I see. I see a new building in your future. You know, and you come back three years later and say the same thing. I, I know what the Lord said, but this is this, this is, is the it. year. This is it. This is it. So I appreciated that. I would rather have an anniversary revival. Mm. I would rather have somebody. And I, I have one other thing. And you've watched me do this, too. If I'm going to have somebody preach at either my anniversary or my church anniversary, I really prefer quality preachers and elder statesmen. Yes, yes. I have come to see when it comes to preaching, 
either giving maybe a young person a chance that normally wouldn't get this kind of platform and opportunity to preach in an important event or honor one of the persons that I deeply respect. Absolutely. By, you know, giving them a chance. And some of them are heroes of mine that like, uh, you know, Reverend Fowler's preached for me. I, I it, it was my heart's desire for my father to preach for me, Reverend Fowler's to preach for me. This year we have Dr. Otha Gilliard from Columbus, who was our former state president, who was kind to me when I was first coming in the second, so very kind. He he preached for me, of course, Reverend Simon. You have your spiritual fathers. It means something it's, to have the people that mean something to you. Of yeah. course, Bishop preached for our anniversary a couple of years back. <clears throat> uh, Bishop Clark preached for our anniversary. It means something. I want to have meaning. I just don't need the flashiest, newest person to give me some fluff. Right. I, right, I don't, right, right. you know, anybody can hoop. And then we sitting there, flowers going everywhere. We in our flowers and these long dresses and all this stuff trying to shout. No, no, no. Give me somebody with some meat. It, they might not slay the whole church. But I want to look back on that picture and say, I remember that night. Yes, yes. I remember that night. Yes, you know. yes, yes. Somebody who speaks into your life and who's going to give you something that really touches the hearts, your heart as well as the heart of the people. You know, right. I don't need, I don't, I don't need prophecy on that day. I don't need, you know, I don't need a prophesying line and you know all that stuff. I, and I, I, I've been there. I've done it. I've watched it, and it's. It it never goes over well. It never crosses right. over well. Right. So, you know, well, speaking to... of lines, <laughs> I tell you what line you do want to see. You want to see that offering line. The offering line. The offering line. And, and you right. cannot go ahead. There is nobody better. Nobody there better. Nobody better. Nobody better. President Michael Harrison. Michael Harrison. If you want, if you want to get an offering, if you want to raise some money. If you want to call Mr. Money, President, call the him. Reverend Dr. Michael. He will, you, he will get you right. He will get Listen, you right. He is Mr. Lock the Doors. <laughs> Ushers. Chain the doors. Listen, listen, you cannot talk about a black anniversary without <laughs> talking about anniversary offerings. Number one, they always say, okay, hold the doors. Mm -hmm. Then they say, this is the part of the service that everybody, everybody can, get. <laughs> can participate in. You can't sing. You might not preach, but everybody has got something to give. Then they have to tell a joke. I want the stuff to wiggle, not jiggle. Oh, yeah, I want the stuff to wiggle, <laughs> not jiggle. I want the stuff that folds and don't clank. And then, 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 they, then they do the guilt trip. Do you really love your pastor? Do, I, I heard y'all say y'all. I heard, I heard say you say you loved him. You love him. But. But. <laughs> but do you really? Do you really love them? Because we're gonna find out later. We're gonna <laughs> find out. We're gonna we're gonna know. Now, do you love them twenty dollars worth, or do you love them fifty dollars worth? Did you bring Benjamin Franklin with you, <laughs> <laughs> or did you bring George Washington with you? Because it's a whole lot of George Washingtons in these baskets. <laughs> so, so here, here here's the part. First of all, the offering takes so long. It does. It takes long because first there's the speech. All the things we just said, the offering, the introduction. Now, let's be clear here. Pretty much the only people that go to pastor's anniversaries are church folk. Absolutely. And they're almost always church folk that have been to pastor's anniversaries mm -hmm. all their life. So you there might be one or two people. You know, maybe if you married a white friend, maybe you have a white spouse and you just got married and they've never been to a black church. Maybe 
they don't know because they're not from your context. They don't know your traditions. Right. And I've seen that. A mm -hmm. dear friend of ours, you know, married a gentleman who wasn't from our, you know, our, our traditions. He was white. It doesn't have to be white, honestly. You could be anybody. But if they're not from our traditions, they don't know. And they're looking around like, what the heck is going on? Absolutely. And by the way, if you have married somebody that is either not familiar with the church or not familiar with our culture, do not bring them to church anniversaries. <laughs> or that's the last service. At least go, at least go, let, at least let them know. No, don't even bring them. Don't even bring them because no matter what you warn them about, it will always be more. It'll always be worse. If you say, hey, you, you know, we do things a little different, you know, and, you know, the offer might be a little long. It'll be like a clown come out the back, you know, like, like, like a bear on a unicycle. It's always more than what you warned them about. It's always more. So, so you have to give the speech. But the thing about the speech is we all know the speech. We know why you invited six churches. We, we, we know why we're here. So they give the long speech. Then each pastor who's been invited has to get up and talk and tell you what they're giving and, and how much they love. And there's always the first one who has to start it off. Yeah, I'm, I'm, start I'm it starting off. this off. And they got a whole lot. Start it off. With, uh, now, I remember when $100 was big money. When I was a kid, and they would start off with $100. Now Ooh. it's like four, five. It, you know, I watched it go to 200, 300, 500. And I'm starting this off with three. And then the expectation. And by the way, I thank God. I'm going to call his name. I'm going to call his name uh, uh, Bishop Nick Myers. And I was at an anniversary from, for from uh, Ashtabula. From from Alliance. He's from Alliance. 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 Bishop yeah. Nick Myers, Anointed Fountain Church of God in Christ. Love Bishop Myers. Love Bishop Myers. I was a minister attending with Shamika St. Paul at Elder Evans' anniversary. And just like everybody else, I carried my little skinny baggy suit self up to that pulpit and sat next to the ministers. And boy, when offering time came, he <laughs> turned around and looked dead at me. He said, it don't feel so good up here now. Do it. <laughs> he said, you got to pay to sit up here. <laughs> and I'm in here shuffling my little $5, $10 roll together. And they're giving it 200 and 300 And then everybody has to give. Now, George Johnson, of course, would get up in a service like this and say, I'm going to give what I'm going to give. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and and put his but and, and then it, it, just just to put a, a plug in here there's always one pastor from outside our tradition who tries to make a point about being outside our tradition right, right like like you just right. gotta like dude just just go with the flow can't sit high and pay low there it go president harrison see that's, that's why he's the money man that's why he's the money man can't sit high that's what they teach the young ministers in class that's what they teach you. You, you ain't getting up here you know? so then they do that and 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 then all these ministers have given all this money at the, at the pulpit they go around and make sure they catch the, the preachers the elders and if a minister or a pastor brought his elders and ministers with him now he called out all his elders and say, y'all know what I told y'all to do. All y'all bring 50 up here or 20 up here or whatever. And, and, and then you catch the evangelists and the missionaries and the mothers and, and everybody else. Then it's time for general offering. Now, you could have swerved down. Now, if you're like me, and I used to sit on the organ, and I would count up. <laughs> if, if, if five guys pled $500, <laughs> you know, I'm counting it up in my head. 
then there's general offering. And they go around, and if you're raised, not all of our churches are like this, but in some of our churches, we stand right at the table. Right. And we count the money. Count it out right there. Right in front of you. And right in front of everything. And this is not one denomination. It's several types of denominations. This is not just one. And count the money. And then they start conferring with each other. Even if you go in the back. And I've been a part. I've assisted with this. I have never been a part of a more confusing money exchange in my life. (laughs) Everybody has a little slip of paper with numbers written down on it. You really don't know. People are like, I'm going to count the fives. I'm going to count the tens. And then somebody comes back to the mic and has a request that they either have not met their goal or they they want to round it off. Or they want to, I don't know why we like even numbers so much. You know, if I get $872, (laughs) just let it be $872. No, we need 28 more. I need 128 more dollars to reach our goal. Come on, come reach. come from where you at. Ain't, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no organization. Just come from wherever you at. Bring it on up. Bring it on up. Oh, well, well, we, we forgot. We forgot. You can't give in the black church without marching music. Oh, oh, blessed. We're not allowed. Blessed. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to give. You literally can't start giving. It's, it's like bless. Does bless make you get more money? Does it make you have money in your pocket? Listen, you know what I want to know. What did we give, or did we even have offering before bless existed? <laughs> we, did, we were, you can't beat God's giving. No, you can't beat God's giving. You can't no beat matter God. how. That was before blessed. Before you know, blessed. Some churches still go to. Matter of fact, I've done it today. Um, but, yeah. But you know, bless, bless, come on. And you just, you just felt like giving. And and I saw a meme on Facebook that said a band can have an entire three-hour service mapped out. They can have the shout bumps, the intros, the outros, who's doing what, who's doing whatever. And as soon as the offering comes up, they end up doing the same thing, looking around each other, talking about what uh, what we what we playing, y'all. And then the minister gets impatient and he starts looking at him. Y'all going to play something or what? And it ends up being blessed. And of course, sorry, Fred, none of us ever learned the verses and we're never going to sing them. So Nobody just give knows. up. Nobody we don't knows. know any of the verses and we don't care. All we know is that we're blessed in the city, we're blessed in the field, we're blessed <laughs> late in the midnight hour, God's gonna turn it around. That's what matters. Turn around. That's, around. that's what matters. That's, really what, that's all that matters. So we so we play and sing blessed. The general offering goes, we have to come back around and even this out. Even we have to. It's a rule. It, it, it's a rule. And then and and then and then now we have pastors doing things differently. Okay, so so Pastor Bowie says money goes right into the box uncounted in front of the pastor. That's what Pastor Bowie says. Money goes right there's, into the there's box. A, there's a lot of them there. They want they put it in an envelope, give it to the pastor, don't even count it, let him count it himself. Uh, you know, and I think it's a I think there's a a huge difference now because we are in a technical age, and so we okay. have five. So what do you think about I think a lot of people cheat. I think, think a lot they of cheat. people cheat. They say, I gave on Gibbler Five. I didn't see your name on Gibbler. <laughs> I didn't see your name on the Gibbler Five. I mean, and you can actually put on the Gibbler Five pastor's offering. Right. It doesn't right. have to go to the church. You know, right. I mean, 
Pastor Pastor Hurd got it. Pastor Hurd got it all. You know everything. Everything, oh, everything you're giving to, you're giving to the chair. You be giving to the chair on the left side of the sanctuary. Right. That's where it's going. I mean, he got it. So now it's it's a new day. You know the pastor and their their flyer has the cash app on it. Yes. Yes. Give yes. to the cash app. Put in the pastor's, you know, account, Zelle, PayPal, whatever, uh, cards, and, and all of those things. And and then, as you said, Pastor Jeff, then at the end, there are the gift presentations. Now, I've seen furs, robes. You know, robes are always nice. Robes are uh, nice. Cruises are nice. For, I never got it. I don't think I ever got a cruise. Cruises are nice. Oh man, I think about that. Uh, we got tickets to the Lion King this year. Okay, that was a nice family gift. Family. That that was a nice family gift. Tickets to the Lion King. But you know, I personally, I can't speak for any other pastor. Don't judge any other pastor. I just feel something about people being excessive, especially if you know somebody's in a hard place. Here, here here's two places where I'm uncomfortable with an offering. If I know somebody's in a hard place. Tatum said she got 20 church hats one year. <laughs> Not 20. 20 church hats. And you were expected to wear all of them. That's why I don't like wearable gifts. Hint, hint. I don't like wearable gifts because I, I, I just don't know if I want to wear what you're giving me. But... Two reasons where I get uncomfortable. If you, I know you're in a bad off spot and it seems like you've given something excessive, like, you know, because there's always that person, Pastor Jeff, that you know loves you a lot, but loves you beyond their means right. or is trying to prove their love for you beyond their Absolutely. means. Here's Absolutely. the second group. And I've said this in church. I've been told not to say this in church, but I'll just say it anyway. I get uncomfortable when I get large amounts from people who do not give that to the Lord. I'm not saying every single week because I know my offerings once a year or whatever. But if I know you don't do regularly and you seem to be going all out for me, it makes me uncomfortable because I do not belong anywhere beyond God and what you could have given him in 52 weeks. And you somehow seem to give me as much or more in one day. Absolutely. I, I just I have a I'd rather you be faithful. I say it all the time. I'd rather you be faithful to the church. Well, Pastor Judge, you, you remember when I first started at Progressive and I, I got that check. Uh, mm -hmm. It was it was an extreme, a massive an amount. An extraordinary amount. A massive amount of money. I mean, when I say amount, I'm, I'm talking about it was some money, money. And they said, I'm paying my tithes to you, not to the church. Now, I had a I had a choice at that point. You know, the church was used to getting this. It was they were used to getting this amount of money. And this year, the person said, I want to give the tithes to the pastor. I couldn't take it. I, I, I mean, I just literally signed it over back to the church. I mean, God bless you. I would have started Todd Johnson Ministries, Baptist, <laughs> Todd Johnson Baptist Ministries. I'm playing, y'all. I'm playing. I'm playing. No, but I appreciate it. I mean, and it takes a good heart. And by the way, we said it before. We'll say it again. Every pastor knows the weight of pouring back in as much or far more than they ever get out. Absolutely. And 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 the, sometimes those of us who preach other places, that money comes back to our churches in some form or another, or we bring resources to the church to make mm -hmm. sure that it is healthy and going on. But uh, 
there are people who will do more for the pastor than they would have done for the Lord, than they would have done in tithing and regular giving. And I think that that is, you know, something that it's the pastor's obligation that no matter how much you do love and appreciate me, maybe you know my needs. I'm a young pastor. People are looking at me and my family, just like they look at you, Pastor Jeff. And they look at us and say, hey, you know, you got a young family. We want to bless you. We know life is hard, even though you get a salary, even though you get, we know that it's a challenge for you. And so we want to make sure that you're, you're, you're taking care of and the kids are blessed. And I appreciate that. And maybe 20, 30, 40 years from now, they'll be on a different track. It'll be, you've been so good to us. You've served so long. You know, you're up there. We want to bless you. Those are all wonderful reasons. But I just feel like you have to exercise balance. And it's my job to make sure you do. It's Amen. my job to make sure that uh, you, you have a sense of balance because somebody else might not have that sense and will take full advantage Absolutely. of people. Absolutely. And, and I just feel that that is toxic. And I will call out any preacher that I you know notice doing that to people and pulling out of people what they really don't have. This don't pay your, uh, don't pay your electric bill. Don't pay your gas bill. That's pay the correct. preacher first. That's nuts. You know, uh, I, I just don't believe, I, I, I said it, we said it. We'll get serious for one minute on religiously incorrect. If you got people telling you not to pay your bills, not to feed your children, not to put money back in your house. And by the way, listen, oh, can we go one more step with this, Pastor Jeff? Go ahead, Doc. The women of the church who take from their homes to do for the pastor mm. and have a pissed off husband at home. Right? Have a yeah. pissed off yeah. over here baking cakes, frying chicken, yeah. throwing money away on the side. And then that man is sitting at home and hears that she didn't showed up at church with $250, you know, for the pastor's anniversary and the kids need shoes. Come on. You son. asking for the preacher to get shot. I mean, you 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 asking huh? for us to fighting. And you wonder, and you wonder why he don't come. You wonder why your husband don't come. You wonder why your husband got an attitude with the pastor and think the pastor's faking and you know jiving and all that stuff. Absolutely, the pastor ain't asked for that cake. He ain't right. asked for that chicken. Right. He ate yeah. it, but he yeah, yeah, I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat it. I'm, I'm eating. I mean, if it's good, I'm gonna eat it. But I, I, I ain't asked for it. Just want to be clear about this. <laughs> Just want to be clear. I did not ask for this. Did you, did you tell your husband about this chicken? <laughs> but it's but it creates unnecessary drama and it and it perpetuates. And again, it is the pastor's job to promote balance. And, and, and let's just say this clearly, Pastor Jeff. It is 2021. We have seen every horror story, every abuse of power, every exploitative way. If you don't want to do things right and in a measured, balanced way. It's just it's not because you don't know. It's right. not because it's the old way. It's not because it's traditions. It's because you're trying to squeeze every dime out of people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's just be clear. We've seen it all. We know the reputations. We know how people we insist. Most of us who are pastoring in a modern day now, we accept that our people love us and want to do for us. And we encourage a good thing to do. It is good to do and to honor people. But we also insist on moderation and balance and that we don't overindulge ourselves. If you have a milestone, if you're at 10, 25, 30, 50 years, go all out. You know, it's, it's deserved. But most of us in this day and age, we accept the love. We get that cheer. People appreciate what we do. But if you are still playing the king of the mountain, you know, a queen of the mountain, you know, that's 
you, you're asking for that reputation to be accounted to you. Absolutely. And so I just think you have to you have to measure it. But I would say that I think anniversaries are important because anniversaries help us mark off how God has progressed us and how God has brought us forward at, at six years going on seven at second. 10 years total pastoring, that's really a minute amount of time compared to some of our older peers who have been serving for decades. But it does start to pile up and make us feel like, man, we've really been in this work. We've really been doing this. I, I just want to say one more. I don't know we got to go. I just want to go say ahead. one thing. And it's just very serious here. Listen, it's your anniversary coming up. Whoever it is, it's your anniversary coming up. If you got a corner store church, don't invite TDJ. Listen, listen. Don't Please, do it. Don't. I mean, I don't care how big the name is. If it's only 50 people can fit up in there. And then they got to raise an offering for themselves just right, to come. Right. So, so you, 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 you just gave him, you know, way more money than you ever even got. So if you got a corner store church, don't invite me. I'm just not I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's a joke. These are jokes, people. Got me up here. Big, next Mike. To a, Big Mike, come in. Got me up here next to a slush. Got me up here next to a slush <laughs> machine. Hey, let me get that orange that orange cream real quick. Sitting on lawn chairs. Don't 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 invite me to sit on your lawn chairs. <laughs> if you still got wooden folding chairs in your sanctuary. That you stole from the rental place and never took back. <laughs> take take rental garage chairs back to them. <laughs> if your if your pool pit is a choir stand, <laughs> listen. Oh my goodness! If the if, if the drum set is the front pew, <laughs> don't. <laughs> We're joking, man. We're just joking. Oh my god! We're just joking. Oh my We're just joking. god! <laughs> Okay, We're just joking. That's right, over. It's over. We're just joking. And, and, and since Jeff mentioned it, like for real, if you're gonna invite groups and singers and stuff, make sure your stuff is on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't invite some organist to come play your jacked ups. I mean, you know, at least warn at least warn them. Do not lie. Do not lie and say, yeah, we got drum set doc, bruh. You got a Fisher Price. Right. You right. got a uh, you got a first act. Uh, for those of you that know, and you got to oh. chase it. You gotta chase it. You gotta chase the drum set across the floor, and somebody gotta sit on the edge of it so it don't you got, move. You got your boom box with the CD in it. And Fix your, thank you, thank you, Tatum. <laughs> Fix your sound system. Get a real mic. Please don't get that man that mic you've been spitting on is taped together and got duct tape on top of it. That lipstick. Don't ask me to do. Don't ask me to do this. Don't don't ask me. But yeah, you know, church anniversaries are not going away. I think that things are going to be. You know, we're going to see different. Uh, we're going to start having anniversary Zooms and stream yards and, you know, drive-through anniversaries have become a big thing. Yes, they have. Yes, they okay. have. Okay. I think Pastor Bowie had one. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure Pastor Harrison, Pastor Harrison President Harrison had. I think he had a fly-through. I think he had all his friends fly-through <laughs> on private jets. <laughs> Pastor Harrison, he had him coming through on limousines and... Uh, <laughs> They was they was Hot dropping balloons. Gifts out, they was dropping gifts out there. Yeah, they were dropping gifts out of helicopters on on uh on on, on Union Baptist. That's why and that's why he got to get a new roof every year because they keep dropping all this money on the roof of his church. <laughs> but yeah, so whatever it looks like, honor your pastor, 
Pastors, be satisfied with your members can do. I've been exceedingly blessed. Pastor Jeff has been exceedingly blessed. People surprise us sometimes, and you don't know how much you mean to them. Yes, yes. And it it does something. One of the brothers came, uh, won't say his name, but I mean, I, I opened up the card and I was like, wow. My wife and I were literally like, wow, just wow, mm -hmm. just wow. And, and by the way, I, we are talking, hey, the, the, these the, we could put this away for the children. We can do something special. We can catch up on something that ministry has forced us to kind of put to the back burner. And 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 we have dreams and little desires, want a vacation or a getaway or whatever. You know, our church allows us, and I think I speak for every pastor who ever gets any dime from anybody, it really does uh, come with a heart of gratitude. It really For does. real. Hey, All I the mean, jokes aside, I'm we on laugh. His, I'm on his MacBook right now. Right. I'm right. I'm right. On, I didn't. I don't even know how to use it. It's just on. It's here. Oh, all. we know. Oh, we know you don't know how to use it. We 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 know. But I mean, it, it do for you. Do, and if you're one of those people that has been burned by bad situations, by toxic situations, things that are over the top, I'll just say there are healthy circumstances out there, there and healthy yes. ways to yes. do things. And I would just say search it out because everybody's not on that tip of, of chasing money. It, it's an appreciated thing. It's nice to be nice. It's good to be appreciated. Uh, but we we should avoid excess yes. and we should avoid doing too much. So we're going to wrap it up uh, and thank everybody for coming. Uh, we do want to thank our our sponsors. Once again, Phillips Care Cleaning, Phillips Care uh, uh, Lawn Care and also Phillips Care Training, uh, who are the new owners of High Street Fitness in Cortland, Ohio. Check out Mike Phillips. You can look them up on Facebook at High Street Fitness. Uh, you can check them out at Phillips Care LLC. You might as well just give up on Halloween and Thanksgiving. Just try to get right for 2022. Just try to, I mean, at least start now. Just try to lose now. a few pounds before you start eating black eyed peas and all that stuff on, on January 1st. So check out the Phillips Care family of businesses. We're proud to have them as sponsors. Listen, we're glad, you know, this was a, a guestless show and I kind of enjoyed this, uh, Jeff. We got to get back to just chopping we, it we up with each it. other because because we, we cut up all the time. This is why we started this show because we cut up all the time on the phone and when we get together. And we just like to cut up with our friends. So, Big Mike, come on in and take us out of here. We're at our time limit. How you feeling, oh, man? Man, you guys are crazy, man. Are you in the $100 line or the $200 <laughs> line? I'm are you Elder two, Mike? I'm in the $2 line. The $2 line. <laughs> oh, you're aspiring minister, Mike. You I'm are, in the $2 uh, line. Hey, he had, that, uh, he had that corner store. That, uh, that corner store, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't invite me to your church. <laughs> Okay, I do have a question for you guys. First, first off, let me say, um, Todd, you're right, man. Pastor Todd, I'm sorry, you're right. You're good. Um, it's, it's it's good every now and then just to have you two on here chop it up. That chemistry, that you know, what I'm saying, you guys do real well. You guys was good tonight, real good. So yeah, I want to say that first. Second question for the pastors on the anniversaries. Now, say it's your anniversary, and you see a pastor give five hundred dollars. Now, when you go to his anniversary, do you feel obligated to give $500 to match? Uh, I don't. I give what I feel is fair and within my means and what is a fair, what I think, you know, there, just like everything else, let's just be honest. There is a scale that adjusts according to certain circumstances. First of all, it's time. <laughs> Said, nope. Nope. <laughs> you know, as I said, time and inflation has raised these because, you know, a dollar ain't a dollar no more. So, right. but also who it is, if it's somebody who is far beyond me, uh, it, there's a, a good chance that a President Harrison or a Bishop Clark is going to bless me in a way that I probably could not bless them right. comfortably. Right. 
right now. Right. And I don't even think a, a genuine person would even expect that. Right. And, and and then maybe one day Jeff and I will be in that spot spot where we're the fathers, we're the we're the statesmen, and we're doing for others that can't do for us in a way. And I'm writing you the three, four, five hundred dollar check, and I know you can only give me fifty or you know maybe not much at all. Uh, but it has been known that honestly, in certain sectors and circles where people visit each other and they're like rotating at each other's, they're, they're just giving each other their money back. Right. Well, that's that's that was my point, you know. Growing, so I'm up, not in the circle. Like if you're in a circle, if you're a part of the right, right, you know, because you know, me personally, yeah. I, I don't look. I, I don't care if it's open. I don't look at what people give me. But they I, say it though. But they, but they yeah, say, if they say it. Yeah, they say, yeah. If they say it, I mean, but at places I've pastored, I haven't even allowed that saying. I mean, well, I'm not gonna say I've allowed. It hasn't been said. So okay. and I, I try my best not to. And but I am, I am a giver, and I, so is Todd. So and, is and let's be. And you know what? Honestly, and this is real talk. When you get into that environment, both me and Jeff uh, came up a mixture of environments. So we came up from a mixture of experiences, non-denominational, Baptist, you know, different. So we, we've kind of seen it all going. Of course, Kojic, I'm like a Kojic stepchild. That's why I can joke out of love. I don't joke right, out of like right, meanness. Right, I joke right, out of right, love. I mean, right, I'll right. go to somebody's Kojic church right now and help raise an offering because I love I love the ministries. But you do make a decision. There are some people who are hard nosed against being a part of the system of giving and that whole you make a decision. Either you're going to make a big deal about this, make more out of it, take it on as some kind of cause, mm -hmm. or you start to see the value of giving. You understand the experience of receiving. And if you don't sit up there, you understand you're going to give something. Right. And so you either accept that or you don't. And if you don't want to be a part of that world, and there are some who don't, and they won't, and you won't see them. And, and that's fine. That's their life. That doesn't mean they're any less generous. They just don't want to be a part of that right. you know, atmosphere. Right. But it, but it is what it is. And once I decided I was going to be there, well, I'm planning on giving a hundred dollars. I'm planning on giving two hundred dollars. It's just it is what it is. Gotcha. And and if I'm broke, I'm I ain't come to church. I ain't <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I just won't show up if I ain't I got that. I ain't, I ain't gonna show up. I'll catch you later. I just gave a friend of mine an offering. I mean, I forgot. I couldn't make it his service, and I literally forgot. And I was like, "Yo, here's a cash up, man. Appreciate you." Da 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 da. Right. It is what you know. It is what it is. But that's yeah, cool. I'm not trying to keep up with nobody bigger than me. That's nah. cool. I mean, cause, you know, gr growing up, going to anniversaries and stuff like that, you know, it was like people come to your church. You see the pastor give so much. And then when we go to their church for their anniversary, they give the same amount. I'm like, is y'all just evening out? Like, you know what I'm saying? And, so, and we're the ones giving it and getting it back. And so here, the worst person at a pastor's anniversary is the elder or minister that doesn't have a church, but has to give close to the level of the pastors right. who are going to get you. it back. Gotcha. So when I was an elder, I was hurting because I was going to all these brothers' services, giving fifty, a hundred dollars, and what none of this coming back to me at all. And I've been to like seven anniversaries in one month. You know, right. I think I think one of the things that Todd does, and I think I've accepted this uh, from watching him. You know, he very seldom invites the same person back. You know, okay. He very seldom does, you know, the whole cyclical, even though he rotation. may be invited to a lot rotation thing. And I, I just think, you know, it's enough preachers in the world where, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you, know, you can give somebody else a chance. Gotcha. Actually, they wouldn't come back because that check bounced the first time. And they wouldn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they weren't coming back. But no, I mean, it's, uh, 
you know, and we all know the criticisms that go along with it. And I'm, you know, I'm glad nobody popped on here with no craziness because I feel like it's an old story. We already know that some people feel differently. And it's not right. that your point isn't valid. It's just that it's stale to me. It's like yeah. it's stale. Like it's not even. Same old, same anymore. old. Yeah, yeah. Same if you old, don't do it, don't do it. You know what? What you got to say about what folk want to do with their money? Right. You know, right. what was the point of that? But but yeah, man, I, I appreciate it. I, I see things leveling out. Uh, and, and, and trust me, the men and women of God who serve well are worthy of double honor. They should live from the fruit of their labor and, uh, doesn't mean they're going to live extravagantly, but I think appreciation is in order. No doubt. Any other questions that from the audience or some things you've seen or don't understand before we go? I mean, we should have asked that earlier, but yeah, yeah uh, we got a few more minutes left. We got a few more minutes, but if there's any questions that minutes. you want to ask any behind the scenes questions, uh, a thousand stories about monies. And by the way, let's be honest. I mean, everything that gets announced don't end up with the pastor. People make pledges they don't fulfill. Oh, People yeah. write checks and tell you I can't cash it or, you know, this happened or that happened. I had the most uncomfortable experience of all. And, you know, it, it was a, it was a family member slash, you know, minister spouse that I had a bounce check and had to call them. It was like. Yeah. And I, I wish I didn't have to, but because it involved a bank record, right? I, I have to send that back and I got to do this. I'm like, this is so odd. Like, right. who who wants to make that call? Yeah. 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 It's like, yo, I think we had a little problem. You got to find nice ways to say it. Yeah, I think the <laughs> bank made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you guys is on one tonight. I'm I, think, I think the bank made a mistake, man. You know, you might want to call them. <laughs> That's all I got, though, fellas. That's yeah, man. Well, it, it's been a pleasure. And uh, I don't know what we're going to hit on first, but I do have, I, I'll say two things. Uh, we are going to tackle sexuality soon. Uh, we are going to tackle the Episcopacy soon. I have an Episcopal expert that would be happy to come on and talk about the, the bishopric and the apostolic order and what we're seeing in our world with everybody, you know, becoming bishops and apostles and things. So I think that would be a great discussion. Right. And if you have, you know, we don't ask enough, uh, Big Mike, if you have a subject that we haven't been able to uh, attack yet, please, you know, I, 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 we. OK, I'll say this before we go. I would say that I'd like to tackle this Halloween episode next week. But. I mean, I don't know if I want a witch on here, or do we want like a? Uh, I don't think I don't think we want to deal with with witches. I, I think we just want to deal with cults. Period. Halloween cults. Okay, uh, I, I'll tell y'all the story. Now I, I could have saved it for next week, but I won't. Uh, at Agape, when I was young, one of our ministers, matter of fact, it was a pastor's wife, Sister Nancy, was an excellent teacher. She did a teaching on the occult and on witchcraft, and a witch came. Mm. And sat in on the class and then wrote us a letter. What? Yeah. And then wrote wow. us a letter about like what she got right about it, what she got wrong, you know, what she felt. And, da, da, da. and she she was like a real, like, I'm a real, I'm a practicing witch. And, da, 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 da. and I was like, dog, that's, that's, that's a little deep for me. Now. I met one a while ago. You met one? Yeah. Did, did you rebuke him? Oh, I, I, she, you know, she didn't like me. She said she was going to put spells on me. First thing wow. I first thing I said, no weapon formed against me. <laughs> tell him, tell him. The only other Fred Hammond song we know. The only other Fred Hammond song we know. No weapon formed against Michelle. Pro yeah, man, you got to get a castle. So now yeah, oh, I think man. we're gonna talk about Halloween. The occult is trick or treating. You know, of the devil. Is it wrong to participate? 
horror right. movies. I right. think we want to hit that, man. Y'all get y'all questions, right? Let's just do that. Right. We don't right. even know now, we have now, a guest. Now, I also, me and Jeff talked about it. I also want to hit up astrology. Oh, so, so, astrology. So, so maybe we can tie all that in all together. Of it, all of it in. Horror maybe school. we can tie it all in. When all people say, are you a Gemini? I say that. That's what they tell me. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. But no, nah, man, it's yeah, been real. So, we got some bomb episodes coming up real coming. soon. Stay tuned. And, uh, oh, Tatum says people asking for a religious exemption to the to the to the vaccine. That's a good one. People ask because yeah. you know you can get a religious exemption, but you'd have to get it from your church. Mm. Uh oh, Pastor Buyo, he going back. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. I was talking about that the other the other Sunday. <laughs> this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna tackle. If you have a subject, even when we're off, you can still comment. We might put up a post on our Facebook page. If there's something you would like us to tackle, what would it be? Hold and on. we got some bomb episodes coming up. So Pastor Jeff, anything else you want to say before we come out? Good, man, we just excited. Let's keep it, let's keep it moving. Follow like, us, like, Facebook, in. Instagram, like. Twitter. YouTube, meet us next week, same bat time, same bat channel, 8 p.m., religiously incorrect. And to our, all of our loyal followers and listeners, hey, we appreciate you guys. Man. Oh, we love y'all. We appreciate you so much. But yeah, next week, Sunday night service, 8 p.m. We're not sure what we're going to talk about yet, but check the Facebook and the Instagram page, Twitter page. Find out early. It's about to be on. Take care. All right. Peace, y'all. Deuces.